This is the Blue Bomber Podcast with CFL Hall of Famer and my broadcast partner, Doug Brown. It was like a head-on car accident there. Had to piggyback him, grab onto his waist as he pulled him, kind of like a tractor pull there for a couple yards. You can play it safe. You don't have to take these risks and just nickel and dime your way down the field. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or at CJOB.com. Hey, hey, it's GMAC along with Doug Brown. It is the Blue Bomber Podcast. Thanks for all your votes in our previous two podcast episodes on the top coaches in the history of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the top players in the history of the Blue Bombers. And Doug, we've now been tasked with picking the 15 greatest moments in Winnipeg Blue Bomber history. Now, I I just turned 49, so my memory bank only goes so far. So I confess that only one of my top moments goes prior to 1969. Wow. Yeah, well, you got to do some research, right? you got to look up and see who was playing and which greats were involved. And, I mean, these things jump out at you. If you spend any time on the Internet, you can you can locate these things. <laughs> well, apparently you've done that, Doug. Well, I, there's a few things that, that have to be on this list. And so there's going to be, I, I think our best approach to this is obviously I have a list of 15, you have a list of 15. Yep. We go with the ones that we're not going to argue with, and then we move on to the ones where um, there could be some debate in store. All right. So what have you got? I mean, obviously, we're trying not to sway the public in any way in terms of what they see as the number one moment, but throw throw out throw out three or four right now. Uh, 1988 Immaculate Interception goal line pick by Michael Gray to preserve the Grey Cup win. Oh, that's on my list. That'll be, that'll be one Th- right that'll there. That'll be right? there. That'll be there. Don't take themselves out of the chance to kick this field goal. 145 on the clock. Here we go. So this is the second down play. Donegan looking into the end zone. It's deflected. Intercepted by Winnipeg's Michael Gray. That's consensus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Battle pick six. Uh, interception in 1990 Grey Cup. 50-11 to win. That was the turning point of that football game and being the last Blue Bomber championship. Yeah, we can put that on the list. Well, we were in uh, man coverage, that second interception, uh, the one I took uh, back for a touchdown, and um, we had a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Tracy was scrambling a little bit, and I think he just wanted to dump the ball to uh, to one of the running backs, and uh, he just, uh, as quarterbacks do, just threw the ball without looking and just uh, was assured uh, that his running back was there. He didn't see me behind the running back. I just enjoy uh, running the ball. Of course, you know, all defensive players are ex-offensive players, so uh, they always like to have the ball in their hand. Winnipeg Blue Bombers set a CFL record with 48 interceptions this year and a huge one by Greg Battle here. And, of course, we, we won the game, and it was just a great atmosphere. And, and I really attribute that to uh, Mike Riley, the way he handled the team and, and uh, kept it loose and kept us focused as far as the game was concerned. Milt Stiegel, Hail Mary against the Edmonton Eskimos final play of the game. Is that on your list of top 15 moments? That might have been the first thing I wrote down, but that, not to bias anything. Were you standing on the sideline for that game, Doug? No, I was playing offense. Of course I was standing on the sideline. (laughs) Here we go. The last play of the game, barring a penalty, Kevin Glenn in the shotgun. And he throws it long down the left side for Stiegel. He's got it, and he's gone. Milt Stiegel's going all the way for a touchdown on the last play of the game. A 100-yard touchdown pass. Stiegel caught the ball between two stunned Edmonton defenders around center field. 
I don't think he could believe it himself. And there was nobody left to beat, and he took it into the end zone. Well, if justice is to prevail, as John just suggested, it just did. And who could have imagined an ending like that? Tell us, just tell us real quick, like, that is a play that will go down in infamy. It was uh, about a week before my kids were born. It was uh, actually a week and about eight hours before they were born. And uh, it was kind of my last buddy's night where I had a pal over to the house. And my wife thought the world was coming to an end based on the noise we were making in the basement. Because it was like... I always watch the game till the end because you absolutely never know what can happen. But from a player's standpoint, you're standing on the sideline. Like, are you halfway to the dressing room at that point? Yeah, I mean, you're already dejected, right? You're like, this this got out of hand. How do we lose this game? I can't believe this. And you're just like, hurry up and just finish on the field offense. You know, they're they're so backed up. It's it's so improbable, right? And then that happens, and all of a sudden it opens your eyes to religion, okay? And you're like, there are football gods. So it was uh, it was quite something. And he obviously just got mobbed in the end zone. And he's on this list a couple times. So th- that's obviously one that we are going to serve up. To that's interesting listeners. that uh, Milt Stiegel's on this list a couple times. And you give me a hard time about him being the number one blue bomber of all time. But anyway. <laughs> well, he's we'll, number two. We'll, we'll progress. Or 1B. Yeah. Uh, I also I got the Stan Mikawa's touchdown of 1984. Two and a half minutes until halftime. Look out, Brock hit from behind, ball pops three in the hands to Blue Bombers, and into the end zone for the touchdown. The Bombers widen their lead, number 75 for Winnipeg, Stan McCowan. Stan Mikawas touchdown. What else do I got? Oh, the all-time, Milt Stiegel, all-time CFL touchdown yes. record, number 138 against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Correct, Here and the home. most unorthodox play, it was the most un Milt Stiegel like play in his career. Veer? Yeah. Is that what that was? The pitch veer option to Milt Stiegel. Pitch veer option? That's the actual play call? No, I just. <laughs> what is the play call idea. on that? I have no idea. You have no idea. All right. I was a nose tackle. Kevin Glennon shotgun from the 42. Back to pass. Down the middle. Stiegel wide open. This could be it. 35 30. There's your record breaking touchdown. Milt Stiegel in a class of his own. That is his 118th touchdown reception, and that breaks the record he shared with Alan Pitts. He is now in a league all by himself. Tom Burgess scrambles 35 yards, 20 seconds left to set up the game-winning field goal. Fantastic. I haven't even written. Oh, that's 1990. That's Eastern 1990 final. Eastern Final. You like Outstanding that one? play. Great like call. Absolutely great call. Okay. Uh, another easy one, Matt Dunnigan, 713 yards passing. One game, right? All-time record? All-time record. The big story from week two of the CFL season, no question the performance of Matt Dunnigan and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers last night in the Grey Cup rematch against the Edmonton Eskimos. Dunnigan breaks Danny Barrett's record for passing yards in a single game, 713 yards. He breaks the old record by 112 and shatters his old team record by nearly 250 yards. 2001 Eastern Final, Jerron Bolden with the pick six to seal the Eastern Final win against the Hamilton Tigers. Nobody's sitting now in Winnipeg. McManus for Everson picked off. It's over now. Jerron Bolden. Touchdown, Winnipeg. Hamilton had the ball with an opportunity to, I don't know if it was tie or win or whatever, but Jerron sealed that victory and, uh, that was 
the 14 and 4, 12 win in a row year, and that was the play that sent the football team to the Great Cup. Here's something a little unconventional. I got for top 15 moments here in Blue Bomber history. I have July 1st, 2017. Do you know what that was? July 1st, 2000. I do not. It was the first ever game, regular season game played in Saskatchewan's new stadium. And it was against Winnipeg. Of course. And Winnipeg won. <laughs> nice. So forever. Nice. That's a big moment. Is that not forever? It is a big moment. Nichols back to pass. And he's going long. Dressler wide open. 40, 35, 30. They won't catch him. Touchdown, Weston Dressler on a bomb from Matt Nichols. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, some ups and downs throughout that one. Um, but fortunately, we, we found a way to come out with the win. There's the snap. Ball on the tee. It's in the air, and it is good. And the Blue Bombers have won in overtime, 43 to 40. Justin Medlock. One of the moments that I have from 1972 when Saskatchewan came in and beat the Blue Bombers in the Western Final on the craziest last play of the game. The Blue Bombers had a lead going into the fourth quarter. They were up by 10 points. Saskatchewan storms back, times the game at 24-24. The last play field goal is wide. The Bombers kick it out. Lancaster kicks it back in again. The Bombers managed to get it out of game. A scramble. And the Bombers are penalized. No yards. This time, it's good. Saskatchewan, Western Champion. Saskatchewan gets a second crack at the field goal. They kick the field goal. They win 27-24 to go to the Grey Cup in 1972. So how is that a Winnipeg Blue Bomber top moment? Memorable, crazy, uh, exciting to say the least. Uh, I know that fans just talked about it for years. But that thing was going back and forth. You know, it's nothing. It's something you never see in the NFL. Because it's an incredible, but it's, it's one of the most incredible but things that ever happened at Winnipeg Stadium. It's the only thing that comes close to a loss. And I remember listening to that game when I was a little kid and my mom and dad coming home crying because the Bombers had lost that game. It's an incredible moment in Blue Bomber history. So if this was a top 15 epic fail moment... <laughs> That would be right up. I would give you top two for that. It's okay? still a great moment in Blue Bomber history, regardless of the loss. Uh, here's one that's prior to your research date. Uh, this one's famous, right? The Kenny Plain overtime touchdown run to win the 1961 Grey Cup. And Winnipeg and Hamilton were meeting for the fourth time in five years. But even 60 minutes of championship football wasn't enough to determine a winner. It was 14-14 in overtime when Kenny Plain took matters into his own hands for the Blue Bombers. On a broken play, Plain picked his way into the corner of the end zone to give Winnipeg a most memorable win. Got another one from 2017. How about the comeback win against Montreal? And here's the kick, and it's a good one by Medlock. Bombers have a shot. I think they got it. They got it. Their 52-yard line. Yes, they do. Wow. The ball was caught. By the Bombers. Let's see if they can get it in. They'll give it to Andrew Harris. You got to know that. Nichols, Harris, left side, fights in. Did he get in? Touchdown, Blue Bombers. Final play of the game. And they have won it. 41 to 
40. Unbelievable. 41-40. Andrew yeah. Harris, last play of the game, goes in for the winning touchdown. That was, that was incredible. That was, was that not? That was That's a top moment. That was That'll get a lot of votes, too, because it's very... Fresh. Topical. It's fresh. It's recent. Yes. Well, and so that game reminded me of the game from 1978 in Ottawa. The Blue Bombers did win this one when Joe Poploski, a rookie at the time. It's not on my list. Well, how did you Go miss ahead. this? Tell me. 1978, Joe Poploski in his rookie season, 21 uh-huh. years old at the time, kicks with his left foot an onside kick. The Blue Bombers recover and they go in for the winning score. They actually they actually could have scored a touchdown. Gordy Patterson uh actually caught the ball and probably could have run it in for a touchdown on the onside kick. Fell down at the 34-yard line which matches his jersey number and uh two plays later the Blue Bombers go in and uh they win the game. Incredible comeback on uh, national television. Barefoot left No, no, not barefoot, just left foot, because he was a soccer player, Joe Poploski. And so those two games, the one that you just mentioned, the 41-40 comeback at IGF, that is the closest game in prior history, uh, the one game at Lansdowne Park in uh, 1978. Milt Stiegel. Again? Against the BC Lions 2005. This is a top moment because you'll never see anything like this in pro football ever. Uh, he scored four touchdowns in this game right. in 2005, but he only caught four passes. <laughs> Do you understand that? The I rarity, understand. The rarity, <laughs> the exclusivity of that. Basically, to catch four passes only, and everyone goes for a touchdown. Four for four at bat, four Grand Slam home runs. Not even four home runs can match that, right? That you really got to go four Grand Slams, right? Yeah, we have to put that out there for the people to, to vote on as an, an opportunity for a top 15 moment because you will never see anything like that. Four passes caught, four touchdowns. The Montreal Alouettes with Vince Ferragamo, David Overstreet, James Scott, and Billy White Shoes Johnson. The much heralded Montreal Alouettes with all this American talent. Nelson Scalbania, owner of the Alouettes, trying to make a statement, trying to put a Grey Cup championship team together in Montreal. They come into Winnipeg. It's sold out 32,000 plus on a hot August night. And what do the Blue Bombers do? They put up 58 points on the Alouettes to two for Montreal. 58 to two, Blue Bombers over Montreal. The crowd was chanting, we want 60. Now in the history of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, this is off the field stuff, even though it happened on the field at the old Winnipeg Stadium. 1991, November 24th, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the hosts of the first ever Grey Cup in Winnipeg. Almost 52,000 fans jam-packed into an expanded Winnipeg Stadium. Bruce McNall, Wayne Gretzky, John Candy, Martin Short, all the Hollywood in Winnipeg. It's freezing cold. Rocket Ismail, Mac Dunnigan, Toronto Argonauts win the Grey Cup. But it changes the CFL forever because the Blue Bombers paid for and bought that game. And that game made them close to $3 million of pure profit. It proved that cities like Winnipeg, Regina, Calgary, Edmonton, Hamilton could host the Grey Cup and do it successfully. And 1991, 
Toronto, Matt Dunnigan at quarterback. Who do the Blue Bombers sign over that offseason? But Matt Dunnigan, Matt Dunnigan becomes a Blue Bomber in 1992. So I'm going to combine two moments. The 1991 Grey Cup, which allowed the Blue Bombers enough money to sign Matt Dunnigan from Toronto, who had won the Grey Cup in Winnipeg Stadium months before. Might be one of those candidates for MVP honors here at Winnipeg Stadium. He sometimes is the forgotten man in the Calgary passing scheme. The Rocket looks for a hole. If he gets to the outside this time, he's gone. Goodbye. The Rocket delivers the million-dollar man. Provides cause for celebration among the Toronto Argonaut owners. An 87-yard kickoff return. Beautiful. That's actually 15 right there. 15 moments right there? We have 15 moments now. Doug, that's actually 16. 16 of the Winnipeg Blue Bomber greatest moments of all time. Go to cgob.com, globalnews.ca to vote on your favorite. If we missed one, send me an email, gmac at cgob.com. Thank you for listening, but don't forget to download, subscribe, and share the Blue Bomber podcast with Doug Brown. We'll see you next time. Go Blue! The Blue Bomber Podcast with Doug Brown. That is, wow, that's fantastic. I like that. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or at cjob.com.